Tech Yam Podcast. What episode is this? 18, I think. 18, that's weird. Isn't it? Yeah. I feel like we, I, we've been doing this for so long now. I know. We're like uh, we're like pros. 18 episodes. What? How? I wonder how many TV shows haven't made it past 18 episodes. A lot. Most of them. Most of them have. <laughs> the majority of TV Some shows. Some one-hit wonders. Don't make it past 18 episodes. Hey, Bill. What's up, Tone Zone? How you doing, bud? Great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You know, um busy work is very busy last night i streamed uh 49 cent steam games damn 49 cents <laughs> dude how do you how does that work in i don't in know an economy i, I like, just sorted by price and just like went through this list of like the lowest price steam games and just bought like five. Oh my god like randomly some of them were a lot better you spent a whole 250 yeah, some of them were a lot better than I expected them to be. To be honest, it strangely good. Are they? I mean, for for that little amount of money, it, they've got to be games that have just been out for a while. And surprisingly, not really. Like I thought it would all be a bunch of like 2014 games, right? Yeah, but it was just a bunch of like indie games from last year. Probably have like fallen off. The you know, no one's buying them now, so they're just like. Yeah, I guess if you're de- if you're like a a team of one or two guys mm-hmm. developing a game, like you'd rather get the game out there if you're kind of really new to it. Well, and I think, you know, you sold it for 5 bucks for a while and you sold, you know, 2000 copies and made 10 yeah. grand and at this point you're just like if I can sell 100 more copies for 50 cents, like that's 50 bucks in my pocket. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> like it, Which just sounds so it's just like why even bother but i mean there's got to be more of a re- more of a motivation than just yeah the 50 bucks you know i think getting your well a lot of these like actually i will say like only one of the games i played was trash hmm. and that was lawnmower simulator lawnmower shocker that wasn't lawnmower good. simulator 3 horror edition you know i hate horror games yeah was it was it jump scary or was it just no? Stupid? You just drive a lawnmower around and these very slow moving animals chase after you, and if they touch you, you take damage. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. That sounds cool. It was a game. I mean, I could see th- I could see that concept working if you did it differently. Although, hot suggestion: I played this game called Beep, and it's like a little space robot game. Mm-hmm. It's not great. But for forty nine cents, especially if you have like kids, kids might really like it. It's kind of cute, you yeah. know what I mean? And it seems like a very fully fleshed out game. Like there's a lot to it, you know. I, w- I would, I would actually recommend it at forty nine cents. What one of my um, like I always one of my justifications for being a gamer and playing video games has always been the like cost per hour of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to movies where you've got I mean, now it's probably closer to ten dollars per hour. Yeah. But but if you just say like eight to ten hours, or eight to ten dollars per hour of entertainment, if you take a game, you know, even a full price sixty dollar game, like yeah, GTA the, or whatever, and you're you know now multiplying that by hundreds of hours, it's just pennies. Yeah, the value prop on video games is so high. It's crazy. So you for forty nine cents, if you're playing, if you play that for two hours like it's funny it's when you like value. hem and haw over spending 60 bucks on a game 
and then you like go to the movies with your friends and spend 90 bucks just like eating dinner <laughs> and you know like having popcorn and yeah, a soda and seeing a movie i know and you're just like this movie sucked like you know you know what i just saw aquaman like <laughs> It's funny how it goes, but well, it's probably because I mean, I I distinctly remember a handful of games that I I bought at fifty, sixty bucks and was just so disappointed in. Oh yeah, and you're just like I you, you don't even feel like you. It's different than a movie because I'm pretty selective with movies, but even if you see a bad movie, it's still, you know, like. I don't know. I still find myself. It's an experience. Like you go to the movies. It's a thing. Like you know, the movie was bad, but with a video game, I feel like I've wasted the entire sixty dollars. Yeah, there's still something positive about being at the movies with your friends. And yeah, sharing a popcorn and something to know, talk about. Yeah, your buddy stepped in some gum, and that's funny. And yeah. you know what I mean. Like, it's not necessarily. Yeah, it's not a hundred percent about the the movie. The movie yeah. It's the experience, you know, whether you're going on a date or you're, you know, whatever. Like you can talk about, like, hey, wasn't that really crappy? Like that scene didn't make any sense. Like that, what a garbage movie. I, I mean, especially, was- especially in L.A., right, where like so many of the places you can go see movies are kind of interesting, right? Like you go to like the Galleria or something, and it's like, like that's a kind of a cool Saturday night. I'm not much of a mall like go hang out at the mall dude, right? But it's like. Glendale's pretty nice, like the mall area right there, right? So you can go out, you have a nice dinner, you walk around, the fountain's going, you know, you get yourself a, what are those, what are those uh, cupcakes they got there? The uh, you know, Sprinkles? So yeah, you go get yourself a, a <laughs> Sprinkles red velvet, you know, yeah, and a cup yeah. of coffee, and, uh, you know, you can make a night of it. It's a, it's a good time, even if the movie was shit, you know? Yeah, and it would obviously make the night better if it, you went to a really great movie or you had a really good time, but it doesn't define the whole whole evening. S- yeah. the whole evening. But a bad video game, I mean, there is nothing worse than putting down 60 bucks and just being like, oh, this sucks. The worst part is if you're really into it, right? Like, that's why I feel... As much as I talk shit about Fallout 76 and was like, this is going to be garbage, like, you people are stupid for buying it. I get that there's people that are really into Fallout. And so I understand how disappointing getting a game like that is. I mean, I thought Fallout 4 was garbage. So, you know, I wasn't surprised that Fallout 76 (laughs) was bad. Um, But I could see, especially if you liked Fallout 4 for some straight, like, it just tickled your fancy. I did. I liked it. Yeah, you're dumb. (laughs) It was so bad. Um, but, yeah, uh, I haven't really had a very exciting week. It's been very rainy, so a lot of staying in at night, um, playing a lot of games, trying to play with friends. I'm really bad at Blackout, like the Call of Duty Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. I'm so bad at it. It's a weird combination of all the Battle Royale games. And, I had, I, I mean, the brief time that I've spent with it, like I can see it catering to a certain type of person. Like, it's definitely more Fortnite than it is PUBG. Yeah. There's not really... I mean, there there is, but there there's less of a strategic element and more of a, like, what what uh, loadout kind yeah. of scenario, like what, what freebie stuff you're, you know, good at. Yeah, especially with, like, the armor and all that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Um I guess PUBG has that too. Or if you got level three armor and yeah, but you know. pu- but but where do you? But you only get the the level three armor if you know where to drop and you you know the area. Like you you really have to leverage map um, familiarity yeah. and awareness. And that's that's true too. I don't play a lot of Blackout. 
whenever I jump in, I'm just like, oh, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Although I had like a five kill run today, which was pretty good. But so yeah, it's been a lot of been rainy here in in LA. Like it's Thursday, it's still pouring. It started on Monday. Last night driving home was so treacherous. Like yeah, dude, this morning was really this bad. This morning was terrible. I'm bouncing off the rev limiter like yeah. that. That'll wake you up in the morning when you're like hydroplaning and. Yeah. My uh, driving home last night. My TCS light was just like on the whole time. It's like, <laughs> like it's just I just can't get traction. Yeah, especially if my car's so small. I mean, your car's small too. So, yeah. So you know the feeling, but you just it's, you hit any water and your car is just floating. Um, and the street in front of our building is like almost flooded now. You yeah. Know? Well, when you don't get that much rain, it doesn't really have anywhere to go. It just pools up. Side of the roads are flooded. Yeah. Well, especially once it starts to saturate, right? You get a day of rain. It's it's okay. It can kind of find its way into the crevices two days you start to kind of see these puddles form you know day three and four it's just the water's just sitting it's just like getting higher and higher as it rains i can hear like from the future i can hear the people listening to this just just going like "Ugh, these idiots you know what (laughs) shut your mouth (laughs) shut your fat mouths just because you live in shitty places (laughs) don't take it out on us okay Sometimes you're just not equipped for the weather that comes. It's not our fault. We get rain 300 or sun 355 days a year. Well, it is kind of our fault for living here, knowing that. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. I mean, like we know this happens. We know that when it rains, it just turns into apocalypse. Fuck you too, Bill. (laughs) All right. Well, you were born and raised here. You never lived anywhere else. Well, I'm from San Diego, but yeah, Southern California. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How's it's your week? different. How's your week, William? It's been fine. You know, just, it's been, it's been fine. When it's rainy like this, there's just not a lot of like, oh, we went out and did this. It's yeah. just sort of like, yeah, I got home and put on some sweats. Yeah. You know? Went to work, came home, went to sleep, went to work again. Um. I, I'm hoping that the rain lets up um, this weekend. I've I've had my poor cross country flight uh, canceled three times, so the plane should be working, and hopefully the weather is, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I hope so, I hope so too, Bill. Finally, I hope so too. I'd like to go outside as well. Yeah, it'd be nice just to go outside. Uh, we got a couple emails. Love it. Yeah. If you want to email us, it's techiapodcast at gmail dot com. We will. We stand by currently um, our mantra of we. If you send it, we will read it. Yeah, for better or worse, whatever it is, whatever it is. Uh, Until we get too big and we just have too many emails and can't physically do it. This one's from one of my favorite fans, Maria Ferrelli. Awesome, Hank's mom. And uh, what she says is, episode seventeen was hysterical. Guy next to me on treadmill thought I was crying. I was laughing so much. Great job on useless products. <laughs> Thank you so much, Maria. We really appreciate you listening and crying to our show. There's probably going to be like a Bluetooth thing that will tell you when you're crying. Yeah. Next year it's Next year it's You're not the first mom I've made cry. <laughs> yeah. So we appreciate that. And, uh, you know, if you want to cry too, go back one episode. Check it out. It's our CES Roundup. It's uh, pretty good. I thought it was actually a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, we, um, Tony and I both have a probably equal disdain for listicles, but they're so easy and they're mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, and someone today actually was like, "Yeah, that part about uh, 
CES is like the Bed Bath and Body Works of tech or not no Bed Bath and Beyond of technology <laughs> products. I was just like, I said that. He's like, yeah, you said that. It was pretty funny. And that is like, that is clever. You did say that. Yeah, I was like, you? wow. I guess I did. Huh. Uh, one more email. This one. I don't know about this one. It opens with, hey, Bill. Oh, oh I thought it said Bill only. <laughs> it says Bill only. It's like a merger. Oh, baloney. Like if we were the. Uh, Our TMZ nickname. Benifer yeah. Of. Baloney. That's pretty good. Yeah. This is from Positive Mike. And oh, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about baloney, but I'll roll I, with it. I like it. You like it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was recently driving in heavy rain on the freeway. I guess he's from L.A. Must be. Uh, listening to music. The low visibility and multitude of cars was giving me stress. I know that anxiety. Uh, I switched the music to the Tech Yeah podcast and found myself more relaxed and enjoying <laughs> the drive. Thank you for your podcast. Uh, we're saving lives out there. That's awesome. I think that the real, the real takeaway from this email is we're saving lives. Tech yeah podcast is saving lives and making moms cry. Yeah. Your mom might cry, but you'll drop that rain driving anxiety and get home safe and sound. And for that, your mom won't cry. You know? <laughs> awesome. Moms will cry and then moms don't cry because of the Tech yeah podcast. Um, that's all I got for emails this week. Uh, once again, if you want to email us, have your email read on the show, email tech yeah podcast at gmail.com and... We'll read your stupid email. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Clearly we'll read your stupid email. Oh, God, that's um, really funny. Bill, I, I heard you caught some grief this week. Yeah, so... Over my, some of our comments. Yeah, my friend Ryan had <laughs> um, mentioned some of our comments regarding, regarding uh, Ryzen builds, AMD mm-hmm. builds. and We, we trash them. Yeah. We well, really, not really. We didn't really. I really give them the what for, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, so the, the comment that we made, if you haven't listened to episode 17 yet, um, was that we're we're always surprised when someone says they either have a Ryzen build or is going to. It's always like, oh, good. Oh, that's so nice. Like, it's such a nice. Yeah, I'm not surprised. The world is full of poor people. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone can be so fortunate, Tony. Yeah, I guess. And I, I, I clarified to Ryan that, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with Ryzen. In fact, that's why we're pleasantly surprised when someone decides to do a Ryzen build. Yeah, and I was I was kidding about the poor people thing. All right. If, <laughs> if you're offended, everybody relax. If you're offended, then yeah, I meant it at you. Write me an email to tell me how <laughs> offended you are because yeah. I love getting emails. <laughs> But yeah, I'm surprised too. Like, um, just because we, especially like working in this industry, like it's so kind of, and I know like on Reddit and stuff, I see like, oh, you know, it's rising build so good, but, uh, that's my Redditor voice. Pretty good. Thank you. Um, but working in this industry, we definitely see like Intel just dominating the promotional side, the yeah. sales side, like. It's crazy because I, I honestly expected Ryzen to do better, but you just yeah. don't see that much, and especially in pre-built machines, you almost never see right Ryzen machines. Right, yeah, and I've I've noticed that too. Yeah, the pre-built, like if I see a pre-built that has like a really good price, I look at it, and sure enough, it's a Ryzen build. I'm like, oh man, like that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and for for those of you not super dialed into the PC component world, um, there's kind of a 
pretty clear-cut distinction a between war. yeah war. between the two. Um, Intel is the king of the processors. How dare you? They <laughs> they've unlocked something that gives their CPUs higher clock speeds. I would say Intel's like the Apple. If you're like not used to tech or not used to PC components, Intel kind of has that Apple appeal of like of like it's premium. It feels more premium. Yeah. Than like what I mean, but and, I guess that doesn't work because Android's like so popular. Yeah. But you know, Android definitely feels more um, tinkery. You know what I mean? Like it's for yeah. You know, like yeah. It's it's for people that want like a lower cost kind of higher yield, but Intel and, and maybe a better value and maybe a better value and Intel yeah. seems like for people that want to spend a premium and receive a premium right you know and then that premium comes in that higher single core performance the higher clock speed you higher can clock speed, yeah. you can overclock a an Intel chip more stably and higher than a Ryzen chip you're gonna get so roasted for saying that. It's true, though. I know, but you know it, some AMD kids are yeah. like, no, nah, bro, I got my... Uh, yeah, and you can, and some... I mean, there's differences in chips, but in general. Um, and in the the reason for their, at least my interpretation of it, the reason, the reason for their standing in the industry is because of PC gamers' love affair with the benchmark. Yeah. And benchmarks are... You know, there's graphical benchmarks, there's CPU uh, workload benchmarks, and basically it's a, it's a stress test for, comp- you know, specific components and different, you know, some things will stress test graphical elements, some will stress test, um, you know, encoding and, you know, work workload um, calculations. And in those um, instances, a higher clock speed is always going to win because it's about how many jobs you can do over a given period of time. And I will say that um, games as well have done a very poor job of taking advantage of multi-core yep. and multi-thread support, yep. right? Which, you know, which is to what Bill is saying, you know, AMD kind of uh, thrives on offering more cores and more threads uh, at a lower cost where Intel has a higher clock speed. Well, if games aren't taking advantage of these cores then you kind of just are benefited by that single core higher clock speed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that is the difference is AMD is playing a a core count game and Intel is sticking with the clock speed game. So it really depends on what you're doing on the computer that that might push you one way or the other. If you're encoding a lot of video or doing a lot of, you know, um Productivity stuff, having more cores is going to help you versus if you're strictly a gamer and you're just trying to squeeze out as many frames per second as possible, knowing that most games do not use um, multi-core, you know, it's not optimized for multi-core, having that higher clock speed and stability is arguably the better option. Yeah, that, I agree. And I we both use Intel, right? Yeah. Yeah, I use an, and, and I use an i5 because I you know, like again, multi-core. You know, I got four cores, five thread, or uh, yeah, four cores, four threads. Now I stream on the same system, so I would benefit from more cores theoretically. But the game I play is really not multi-threaded, multi-core optimized. Well, and like, how many cores do you need? Right? It's not like streaming is yeah. going to require six more cores. No, you know what I mean. So if you have four, it's like. 
only one of those threats is on yeah. the game. So yeah. you still have the the headroom there. Yeah. For uh, encoding video. Yeah. You know. And I've got it. I've got my CPU on air overclocked, down clocked to four point six. I had it at four point seven, and I just just for arbitrarily moved it down when yeah. I moved to a warmer climate. I set mine up at four point five, just like initial boot. Yeah, four point five, and I've just never touched it. It's like yeah. oh, this is fine. Like it's it totally fine. Yeah. And that is was that was going to be my point. Is it's fine. Like if you get a Ryzen five and or an i seven or a whatever you're really not going to notice a difference. Yeah, probably. Uh, in most things. In most things. The majority of people won't notice. You'll have your your you know Unigen Heaven benchmark or your Ida 64 benchmark, and you're you know, like, oh, this number isn't as big as I saw on PC Gamer, or this isn't as big of a number as J's Two Cents showed. God, J's Two Cents. <laughs> but who cares? Because the games that you're playing, like as long as you're playing them and you're happy playing them and you don't have the frame rate counter in the corner, it's fine. Yeah, I think the only time you really run into issues is when you're playing poorly optimized games. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. like PUBG for a long time was hard to run on anything but an i7 or a newer i5 clocked. You needed at least that 4 gigahertz mark to run PUBG at any kind of like discernible frame rate right otherwise it was just like chugging and crazy that's not really the case anymore you know it's been they've worked a lot on it it's a lot more optimized but yeah if you're going to be playing early access games that are you know hot and trying new things and especially with br being so big and it's populating this whole map and it's running a jillion physics calculations for a million bullets flying everywhere right yeah you know you start to kind of run into those those problems but but that's that's kind of a unique uh, issue that comes up and it's also you know i don't think most i don't think most people are on that cycle you know what i mean i don't think most people are are like kind of following twitter and uh video game podcasts and seeing what's what's coming out or knowing yeah. what developers are launching and then buying that in early access and play you know not a lot of people are playing uh tarkov right now you know what i mean right like, yeah yeah, and it's the vocal minority that that yeah. are that are kind of pushing. You know, I mean, you ha- you've got a guy with a YouTube channel. He's a vocal minority. He wants the highest clock speed and the highest whatever. And you know, everyone kind of follows behind those recommendations. Yeah, the majority of people are playing Fortnite and Overwatch, and you know what I mean. Don't like, need it. Don't need it. Yeah, get a get a Ryzen three and a ten fifty Ti. And play it at medium settings and have fun. And I mean, I'll be honest. Like when I was building my system, um, you know, I lucked out and got a good deal on my processor. Uh, Intel has certain programs, and this is—I mean, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. There's always these kind of like sign up and do all these, you know, uh, these educational programs for these companies, and they'll give you like a coupon every once in a while. And I just happened to get a coupon when I was building for a discount on an i5 that put it in a range that it was like competitive against Ryzen builds. Yeah. But up until that point, I was going to build a Ryzen because I could get a CPU and motherboard combo that would have been good enough for a really good price. You know, for 300 bucks, I could have been pretty sitting pretty with a Ryzen as opposed to, you know, if I bought my processor retail and my board retail, that's like five hundred dollars, you know. Yeah. And then memory, and you know, now you're at a nine hundred dollar right. machine, right? Like, here, here's a really, really good example. You have an Intel Core i five ninety six hundred K, 
and then an AMD Ryzen 2600X. Those are two very comparable modern CPUs. You got a K and an X. Mm-hmm. The the Intel, the i5 is 263, the AMD is 229. It's yeah, a bi- it's, it's it's a, a big difference. it's a big difference f- uh, you know percentage-wise. Especially considering like you know, which I think is really the weakness of Intel, but you know, it's it's just the way it's always been. You know, it's only going to support a very small number of chipsets, right? So, like, you're really yeah, like AMD supports a wide number of boards, so you've right. got a lot of choices as far as what you spend on a board, right? Where with Intel, you're really stuck with you know one or two boards for each manufacturer that support that specific chipset, especially if you're going with a K series because it's going to need the Z yeah overclockable board. I know we're kind of getting into the uh, pretty nerdy here, right? It's pretty nerdy. Maria, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's um, Intel just kind of gives you this very short life for your motherboard, for your chipset. And um, and I really do think that that's a, a very negative thing. But I think, you know, when it comes down to it, the, the clock speeds just kind of outweigh all these negatives. It's very rare. Yeah, and it's it's pretty noticeable because the, the Intel has six core, six threads. The the Ryzen has six core, 12 threads. So many threads. So many threads. Um, same uh, TDP. The, the base clocks, the Intel is 3.7 and the Ryzen is 3.6. So no real difference there. But the boost clocks, and these are, these are just like the factory boost clocks, um, go up to 4.6 on the Intel, and f- and it maxes out at 4.2 on the Ryzen. And that's just like a... That's the difference. That's not even overclocked. Like, uh, if you don't know about like boost clock, it's basically what the processor will run at under load, right? It'll, it'll crank up to that boost speed if you have a board that supports it. Uh, whenever it's like, if you're playing games or whatever, it'll just jump up and the boost speed yeah so you know it's a it's quite a difference especially if you're not overclocking uh between what those processors will, will reach and the yeah. average consumer really isn't overclocking too much yeah they're not you know they're 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 freaked out by it they get the pc they say oh it this does run fine i don't need to do this yeah, bios is kind of scary it looks very scary yeah you know yeah it can be um, but I think it goes back to like, you're not going to notice it. Most people I think like, Oh yeah, I'm going to totally overclock. And then they, they boot the system up, they download some games and they go, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, they get excited. You want to download your games and whatever. And, they just want to start doing, you just want to start playing it. I'll overclock it later. And then they realize that the game runs fine and they never do. Yeah. And unless you're like, it's true. Unless you're like 3d mark guy, that's like, just yeah. got a benchmark, got a benchmark, got a benchmark. Keep keep dialing it and keep dialing yeah, it you're in. You're not worried about it until there's an issue, right? Until there's something that's like, yeah. oh, this runs a little bad. And again, it goes back to what are you using the PC for? If you're encoding porn, video, porn usually, but if you're encoding, it could be porn. You could be encoding your porn, your home shot porn. Oh, homemade stuff. Homemade that's stuff. That's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Um, and you were like, okay, well, it took me an hour to render this video. I, I have like four more videos I want to render today. If I, you know, if I get a bigger this, if I have a higher clock this, whatever, it's going to take me 40 minutes. That's where you can actually notice. Yeah, when you're getting into like, yeah, when you're getting into processes that take, you know, uh, magnitudes of minutes to accomplish, that's when you really, that's when speeds matter. Correct. Right. That's when you're like, oh, like, like literally if I, if I overclock this, 
you know, if I'm encoding videos all day, I can do five more videos in a day. Yeah. Right. Like that's productivity. That's an, that's when you really yeah. feel it. You right. Know? And, and that is kind of where the extra threads do come in handy. You know, when you're doing those, those multi-threaded applications. That's what's so funny about AMD, you know, like, um, they're, it's same with their video cards too. It's like, these things are, are so much better suited for productivity tasks. Yeah. But they're still marketed yeah. as gaming. I know. I know. Hardware. And it's like. Well, because it's way sexier. Like, you don't want to sell this chip going like, hey, if you, you know, watch your little render bar go quicker. Like, well, it's that's funny because cool. I work on the business side, right? Like, I, I don't know if you guys know, but I, I work in the business. To, me and Bill work at a large e-commerce company, right? And I work in the business to business side. We've said it before. So, if you don't know, you're, you're, you don't know. <laughs> but, uh you know, we shy away from marketing gaming products, you know, so we don't market any of this. I would love to market AMD products, but they don't provide any non-gaming collateral, right? Like, you know, like, and the worst is, you know, a lot of times these manufacturers, when they make the products, will call them gaming, right? An MSI Radeon RX 590 gaming, right? And it's <laughs> yeah. like... I can't I can't list that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can't put that anywhere. But the reality is this is actually much better for productivity than the than the Nvidia alternative, right? This process is actually much better for productivity. You know, like it's hard to sell a freaking thread ripper to uh to a to a, a, a an enterprise. Yeah. Right. Sounds but so it, ridiculous. But it's actually a solid choice for workstations. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's just it's got this silly as you sexy name tied to it, right? And uh and it's I you know, I, I get it. I see why they do it, but you know, once again, Intel dominates the business market as well. And um it's because they they are very willing to invest into productivity marketing right? yeah like yeah like as, as much as they'll say like you know this the, the, for one they don't name their processors silly things right you know the i9 is not called like the i9 right. i9 game shredder 9000 you know what i mean yeah. it's you know they'll put a k at the end right and and that's that's kind of signifies it's very alphanumeric it's very yeah. understated it's very understated right like so if you if you want to order that from your boss because you're like you know this thing this thing is fast and I'll be able to render more. He looks at it and he's like, okay, like that's fine. You know, it's not a cool purple and black box, but there's nothing like, there's not giving you free, you know, it's nothing silly, right? Yeah. If you order the thread ripper and it comes in a glass box, it looks like, a, you know what I mean? It's so silly. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I, I feel like, I don't know. I'm not the marketing department. You know what I mean? AMD is actually, well, up until recently done pretty well for themselves this past year. Yeah, I I, th- I think so, too. So, it's you know, maybe they're right and I'm wrong, but it definitely makes it hard to market it on this side of the river, you know? Yeah, it's just those those clock speeds are, they are really, they are important. And it is very hard to do. And there is like a level of, well, Intel has some secret sauce that you're paying for. Well, especially someone that's like built PCs for a long time, you know, like... Uh, I built my first PC in 2000, right? Um, yeah, are, are those clock speeds like in the twos? No, they're like... A, my first processor was an AMD Duron 1.1 gigahertz processor. 1.1. Yeah. And okay. so uh, that's the first one I purchased, right? Yeah. Like as a as a built machine. We had like 486s and stuff in my home. But those building... You know, those were more like you bought like a pre... Like a compact Rosario or an IBM. You know what I mean? Like you bought the box. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, 
the thing is, like, back then, processors were named by their clock speeds, right? You know what I mean? It was very common to buy, like, a, you know, a, a well, I guess Intel back then even then kind of obscured it. But, you know, AMDs were, were kind of whatever their clock speed was, was what an AMD 2600 or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you bought the clock speed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that's a large part of why, um, of why clock speed such an important, um, you know, like, keystone for judging the quality of a processor right like like we've kind of been trained to um to see clock speed as like the most important factor and um by not winning that clock speed battle you kind of lost the war you know yeah yeah it it is i mean it's like the zero to 60 time for a car yeah does it matter no it doesn't really matter but it is better you know and if if the car will go zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds you're that is more marketable than the car that goes four seconds, even though you're not going to notice a difference. Or when someone asks you what the top speed of a car is. Yeah, like, who cares? It's like, do 180. It's like, yeah. what? Are you, cool. Yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you're, you're paying for the fact that it can do that, not the fact that you need Well, need you're not that. going to Nuremberg, right? Like, like you know, you don't need a long six gear so you can get this thing to 180. The only difference is the gearing. You know what I mean? You can get a mm. low-horsepower car to get pretty high speeds, if you gear it to do so, I mean, eventually you're going to hit the wall where yeah, the wind's yeah. just too much. But, um, but you know, I, my Nissan Sentra back in the day, topping out fifth was like 135 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Like, and how many times did you do that? Yeah, once. <laughs> and it was t- terrifying and stupid, right? And I don't suggest anybody do that. Yeah. But you know, you're bouncing off rev limiter at that point. Like you're losing power. Yeah. Completely doing that. And it's like, who cares? Like it's, it's such a, it's such a like a a stupid number to to go after, you know, but like you know, it's it's the expectations been created, right? Car and driver list it for every car. Yep. So now everybody cares. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And the same thing. Yeah. The vocal minority is bound. You know how quick it can go to sixty or the top speed. And the same with the processors. You know, it's 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 crazy how similar it really is. Yeah, it is. And you know, like just like just like an AMD. Like a Mini Cooper S is one of the funnest cars to drive. Yeah. Right. A Miata yeah. with no horsepower yep. is a ball to drive around. So you look ridiculous, but <laughs> it is so fun yeah. to drive around and it's much more, more fun than driving a Mustang GT. Yeah. And and uh, you know, cheaper and yeah. easier to maintain and, and, that, and all and kinds that, of stuff. That Mustang GT will win in all of those car and driver numbers, right? Like because it's got the big V8 and does the 060 faster and has a higher top speed. But I'd much rather have a Miata or a Cooper S than a than a Mustang. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, and that that's my own. That's a personal choice, right? I'm not saying it's better. We're gonna hold another slew of <laughs> sure. emails, but it's just what I'm saying is that the numbers aren't indicative of how much you're going to enjoy owning that product. Yeah, exactly. And if you can, if you save forty bucks on your processor. And put that forty bucks towards another part of your build, you'd end up with a better overall build than you would if, if you spent it on the Intel chip. Better GPU. Speaking of, yeah. Speaking of, these twenty sixties look hot, bro. They do look pretty awesome, man. Right? I mean, for the price, I, they were like three forty nine for the reference, like NVIDIA twenty sixty, and these things look fast. They look good. Uh, they got that like um, their this new OBS driver that yep. is better for single PC streaming. So my streaming PC died, so now I'm back to single PC streaming. I'm mm-hmm. on a 1080, and it's fine. It runs, but you know, 
if you can optimize that better, especially even like on a 2060, it's like part of me is like maybe I should get a 2060. You know, I'm thinking about it. And I have a processor that is faster than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It actually looks similar to in speed, the 2060 and the 1080. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if it runs OBS that much better, it's like, mate, you know, nice. like, like for 300 bucks, like they're going to come down to 300 bucks. Like if they're 350 for the reference. Yeah. You know, there's going to be like a Zotec or an EVGA model. That's like, you Absolutely. know, um, and the, the amp edition. So the Zotang amp I saw was like 379 and that thing looked like it. It hums with the faster memory. It's the first 20 series card I'm excited about by far. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's be, because it has, it's like the value matches with what you're able to use. Yeah, it's actually it. in line with what it should cost. Right. As opposed to the, the 2070 and 2080 are retarded. They're ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah, it's unnecessary for tech because you're paying for the technology that you can't u- use yet. Yeah. So there's no, there's really no benefit to being early adopter on that. Um, which actually segues nicely to to this article that I found. Um, and for the, the less tech savvy, so a CPU does... Um, calculations like it's basically running physics calculations in a game setting i mean obviously there's other things that that it can do but in in terms of what a game's doing like tony said uh, the cpu is saying where the bullet is going to land and it's kind of drawing you know based on the game calculations how far it goes how it drops where it hits what velocity it has okay this this person is moving over this hill and it is in this space. So it's all like, like general locations and general physics properties. I mean, if you really want to get nerdy about it, a CPU is like a, it's like the quartz in a watch, right? It's literally like a clock. And it's basically, it's basically putting through every, so we all know computers are ones and zeros, right? Yeses and nos. It's all yeses and nos. So the CPU is actually, um, dictating how many yeses or nos it can do in a given cycle right and it's 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 gajillions that's what the gigahertz is is how many it can do so um so as that as that goes through yes that is is this person here is this is this this is the, are, are they doing this is you know it's right. answering all these questions super quickly that's what the cpu does is it manages all of these yes or no questions answers them validates them and tells your computer this is where everybody's at. This is what's going on. This is who's shooting this. This mm-hmm. is, you know what I mean? Like any like any factual question that's happening that can be answered with a yes or no, that CPU is answering it yeah. and telling the computer what's going on. I mean, it's like the matrix. It's you don't see anything but ones and zeros. Yeah. All it's putting out is ones and zeros that's being interpreted whatever. But a GPU is actually drawing a talk about a gajillion triangles yeah so it's skinning all of the information that the cpu is telling the computer and that's everything from your desktop to Mm -hmm. your spotify playlists to games to videos the gpu is literally drawing it all it's like it's it's got a it's got a a colored pencils and it is putting every (laughs) pixel in is this this red green or blue right it's drawing them all the way down the screen but it's all done via math. So it is it is drawing, but it is doing it mathematically, which is why everything is in a triangle. 
and it's kind of referred to as rasterization. It's just another term for for straight lines, essentially. For dots. Yeah. And it's connecting the dots and filling them in. So if you if you zoom in on a on a round ball in a video game, it's actually just made up of a bunch of tiny little triangles. And it's you know kind of squarish kind of triangles. Yeah, polygons. Yeah, it's, it's blocks. It's little blocks. Yeah. Um so the the new generation of of the NVIDIA graphics cards kind of changed that where it's it's rendering um things live in a different way than than in straight line little polygon triangles. It's kind of modeling the actual it's trying to model the actual light physics, right? So as opposed to an instructions that saying that the lights are like this, put this color X color here, Y color here. Yeah, there's a shadow here. here. Like it's like in video games now, that is literally a this the physics is saying because there's a light source over here, we need to draw a shadow over here. Yeah, and the shadow should be X. You're instructing it like X color, Y color. Yeah. Z, like where this new RTX, this new NVIDIA thing is basically saying there's a light here. Model out what the shadow. It, what you tell me what the shadow Figure it should out. be. Yeah. Right? Where they should fall. Yeah. How they're reflecting. Right? And all of that is just sort of being... Uh, magically manifested by this video card. Yeah, which is very, very hard to do live. And and that's where these prices are crazy on these GPUs because it is very, very difficult technology to to implement. But it's also, at this point, even harder to do on the, the developer side. So because it's doing basically magic, it's AI-ish kind of magical stuff. No, it's Hogwarts shit. It's definitely Hogwarts. They the the developers are not there yet. The hardware's here. The development is not there yet. So this is like a long lead up to to this story, which is that you know the the twenty sixty, which has that ray tracing technology, is at a price point where it it makes more sense for ten eighty guys right now or ten seventy you know to to move into the Anybody RTX. Anybody looking for a current good upgrade right it there. makes more sense than spending a grand on a, a gpu that you're not going to get the full benefit from so this is actually a rumor but um nvidia is now rumored this is from an uh, article on pc gamer uh, rumored to be readying a geforce gtx 1660 ti graphics card so it's the current the the 20 series architecture which they've called the the touring architecture, um, but just without the RTX magic stuff. Um, no secret sauce in it. No secret sauce. It's just using the updated architecture, which is, you know, similar to how a CPU is. Like it's doing jobs per amount of time, um, and it's just been optimized. And the, I think the easy way to say it is the way things have been until now. Yeah. The way it is right now. Yeah, ra- rasterization. Yeah. Because we're we're suspecting that it's going to take at least two to three years for for non rasterized game graphics to become more common. I think it's going to be far longer than that. But yeah. yeah, and it could yeah, and it could be even far longer than that. Um, so there's a bunch of like numbers with how much is it going to cost? CUDA cores. Well, it's 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 rumor. This is coming from in, an industry source. So three industry three industry sources. Um, squawk to video cards with a Z 
about the upcoming card, at least one of which is um, purportedly a board partner. It might end up being a different model name, but the takeaway is that it will be the first touring-based card under the GTX brand. So as the story goes, um, it will feature a TU-116 GPU with 1,500 CUDA cores and 6GB of GDR6 memory on a 192-bit bus. Um, for reference, the 2060 features 1,900 CUDA cores along with the same memory uh, configuration. So it has it has 400-ish less fewer CUDA cores mm. without the the RTX CUDA cores sound stuff. important though. Those do kind of sound important. Mm-hmm. Percentage wise, it doesn't seem like it's that that crazy of a jump. Um, so that that is it's still a rumor right now. Um, but it seems it seems inevitable inevitable that Nvidia will eventually do this. It makes sense because I mean, I, with the lackluster kind of release of RTX, you know, it makes sense that they would release a card that is non RTX, save a couple bucks, sell a little cheaper, kind of get some of that you know share back. I think they've had a really bad kind of showing with this launch. Yeah. They could use some good graces and to move some units. That's for sure. I mean, if this was a two hundred to two fifty range, probably two fifty. Two fifty, probably. Um, like if you're building a PC right now for the first time, it'd be a beast at two fifty. A beast. It would be a beast at two fifty. A beast at two. You'd be. I mean, let's put it this way: I have a ten eighty with the same i five as you, seventy six hundred K, seventy six hundred, right? Yeah. Um, I play everything at one hundred forty four hertz two K. Yeah. Everything, wow. which is beastly, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, now, I will say, like, Black Ops, fine when you're playing regular Black Ops, rough when you're playing Blackout because it's <laughs> so much more stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's still up there. It's still 100 frames, right? You know what I mean? It's not bad. But, uh, but you know, this is a comparable, like, you know, my card is a card that released at $700. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like. And this would probably perform comparably, you know, like yeah. maybe a little, maybe a tiny bit less. But we're talking about a comparable card. It's at it's at least uh, 1070 Ti plus. Yeah. So if you're running, I mean, especially if you're playing, if you're a 1080 gamer and, you know, if you're a 60 hertz 1080 gamer, you're going to like explode your monitor. You're going to have so many GPU frames trying to flood into this thing. But if you, you know what I mean? Like you'll easily push 1080, 144 hertz. Uh, you will probably have not an easy time, but a manageable time doing 2K 144 hertz. And no one's doing 4K right now, so who cares, right? right. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter what card you got. Yeah. You're not playing 4K 144 hertz, so don't think about it. Don't worry about don't that. Worry about don't it, worry yeah. about that tier, because yeah. that's that's the Jay Z two cents, you know, two 2080 Ti's, yeah. and you know what I mean, like. And 4K is not four times higher resolution than 1080 no it's like it's 10 like, times it's like a gajillion it's it's compounded like crazy i heard it's infinite i heard it's infinitely higher that seems not possible no that's what i heard <laughs> that's, that's i told i read it it's a rumor but that's what i read it's on the the twitter someone tweeted that the twitter rumor mill you know <laughs> it's just hot right now um yeah, so I mean, I think this is exciting. I think we're finally like seeing this generation show some video cards that are um that are real upgrades for consumers. You know, I think up until this point we really saw um 
I mean, I think what was so disappointing is NVIDIA basically said, spend more, get less, right? Like that was the message of the 20 series, right? Yeah. Spend more on your card, get less performance per dollar. Right. Um, compared to last generation, right? And at least with this, we're seeing a place where they're like, no, like spend a upgrade with the, like about the same as what you paid last time for your 1060, get a much better card. And I think that's the messaging that's been missing. I think that's what Apple's missing right now, too. Uh, speaking of, you know, like, yeah, that's a company that's also had a poor showing. As we talked about a couple weeks ago, I suggest you go back and listen to our How Much Money Did Apple Lose episode. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, spoiler alert, it was a lot. Spoiler alert, it was a lot. But that's a it, the, the message there is similar. Their ask was spend more, get less or spend or spend more and get the same. Spend more and get the same. Like, you know, you're upgrading. There was no upgrade in that path. It was just give us more money. And, um, you know, I think that I think the good thing is they gave a clear indication to the world that consumers aren't really interested in that. Yeah. You know, they're getting smarter. They're yeah. getting smarter. They're not just going to they're not willing to just get the next. Yeah. One that you and got. A, yeah. And across the board, I think we've seen that fail. I think it's like this year was the. Just give us more money. Year they everyone will seem to be trying it, and it just hasn't worked. It just it's across the board. It's failed. These companies have lost a lot of money, and uh, and consumers have shown like you have to provide a value. You know, like otherwise you're just not going to succeed. You're not going to grow that way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that's a very good thing. You know what I mean? I think that's a an exciting place, and I think it it it's it spawns competition in a way that I, I really enjoy. Yeah, but sincere condolences to all of you that um, invested heavily in Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and if you had a bunch of Apple stock, all right, you should have cashed out after the split. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there was a time where you were really, you were really sitting on a lot of money there. Quit while you're ahead. Yeah, you're still sitting on a good amount of money, but it sure doesn't feel as good as it felt uh, about last July. Okay. No. <laughs> suckers or what was it like august i think was really your peak oh my god but uh yeah that's that's rough um okay and that, that puts us in a good spot bill what else you got going on that's it nothing no just yeah yeah me too i'm kind of right there i'm kind of right there with you yeah what do you got going on this weekend hopefully flying hopefully i got my my solo cross country this is the first time i've t- i will have taken an airplane by myself to someplace and come back with it all alone all by myself gonna let you have an airplane <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna be flying over lax by myself i wouldn't let you borrow my honda fit <laughs> i'm gonna let you have an airplane <laughs> over lax i am flying over lax airport there's gonna be airbus a380s and 747s and Qantas and all those guys below me although i was listening to rogan and he was talking about flying with bill burr and yeah. his helicopter yep yep and he was like saying like it's crazy because you can fly literally like into downtown la yeah and just buzz around the buildings yeah in a helicopter. with a helicopter you can yeah i mean you technically can in an airplane too but it's not as you know you're you're, you're not just like hovering around rooftops yeah you know you're and, limited to your maneuverability but but one thing that bill bird did say that i 100 percent agree with is when you're up even i mean not that high yeah like you're it's really um like you know airlines will cruise at you know 30 you know i mean even like 29 to 40,000 feet as i say i mean some go a little bit higher but um you know just say 35,000 feet that's pretty high 
if you look out on a clear day, I mean, you can still make out what's going on. You know, you're not you're not like, oh, my God, we're like, how are we ever going to get down? We're up here so high. Yeah, we're in space. Yeah. Um, but when you're cruising over L.A. at 4,500 feet, which sounds really low, right, in comparison, you can see from San Diego to Palm Springs to Santa Barbara. Yeah. Given, given visibility, you know, like haze and stuff. But that's how high up that is um if you see that airplane from the from the ground you know it doesn't look like it's it's very high at all yeah it, you know you're kind of like you know when you're used to seeing them so high yeah and either so high or coming into land and you mm-hmm. know you you're very conscious that you're close to an airport um but it it it's really amazing how small the area looks you know quickly yeah it's you know it's crazy like i think even of like like you know, you go camping, right? There's a camping site I used to like to go to in Idlewild, right? And it's just outside of town. It's up the mountain, and it's probably uh, this is just a guess because you know Yosemite's like twelve thousand feet, you know. So I would say this is probably like eight or nine thousand feet. You know, you're away away below that. Mm-hmm. But even then, from the campsite, you could see over like the Coachella Valley, like Indio. Yeah, you could see forever. Yeah. Like at nighttime when it's clear, you can see the casinos out there. Like, right. yeah. like it's amazing yeah. how far you can see, you know? And so I can only imagine, especially in a small airplane, you get like a super clear day. You get up high and you're like, that's the Coronado Bridge. You know? What I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, a, it's, un, it's unbelievable. And yeah. here we, we're, we're obviously on the coast. So going west, you really can't see much. You know, there's not yeah. anything to like you know, see out in the distance. But like when I flew in, in Washington in the Seattle area, you, you know, you, you go up and you like, okay, there's Rainier, there's, um, uh, St. Helens. You can see all these mountains, some of which are in Canada. Like you can see Canada from the Seattle yeah, at just crazy. a couple thousand feet. And then you can see the Pacific ocean and you can see, you know, Portland and, you know, Oregon. So you're like Oregon to Canada just at a couple hundred feet. Like, it takes you a few minutes to get up that high. So what you're saying is, in Batman v Superman, when they're at the top of the tower, you can see from Gotham to whatever, the Metropolis, mm-hmm. that's real? That, that whole movie was real, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I just want to confirm. It's one of my favorite documentaries of the last few years. Yeah, I, I thought that, when I watched the movie, I thought the visibility, like, that can't be real. <laughs> but now that we're talking... It's totally legit. Definitely legit. Yeah. Damn. They got me again. They got me again. They had me with Aquaman. Warner Brothers, I love you. And they got me again. Speaking of, the Mortal Kombat events today, I don't know if you really follow Mortal Kombat. I I saw that a little bit, yeah. Blowing up on Twitter right now. Yeah. Ronda Rousey is going to be one of the voices. Dude. She's going to be Sonya Blade. You know, Mortal Kombat Sonya Blade? Yeah. The hot blonde? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Ronda Rousey. Interesting. It looks hype. I mean, the one thing I'll say, like, you know, I guess I'm the video game guy here, but um, I get excited with Mortal Kombat because... Their first impulse is always what's fun. You know what I mean? Other games, Street Fighters, like we've got to be balanced, tight, and competitive. And yeah. the, yeah. the game control. Yeah, you got to, you know, you got to have, you, what about like if you want to like counter block and, you know, cross counters and mix ups, you know? And then Mortal Kombat's <laughs> like, what if you want to like tear someone's head off? How much How blood we do that? <laughs> can we splatter? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much of her can we really animate? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Speaking of, I played Dead or, Dead or Alive, that game, the new one, the beta for it was yeah. last weekend. I did not like it. Mm-hmm. It was not very good. They didn't have any of the hoochie costumes yet. Damn it. 
Yeah, it was a real bad time. A real Damn bad it. time. Bummer. Yeah, it was a bummer. And I don't have anything planned this weekend. So hopefully uh, go outside. Just gaming. Yeah, game. Get outside of the house for yeah. a day. It should be nice. Yeah. It should be nice starting tomorrow, so you should be able to get some outdoors time. What I'm excited for is next week. When it's rained this much, the sun gets a few days in, and like the whole world turns green. It's going to look awesome. It's so nice because you know, Southern California is usually so brown. Yeah. So it's so nice to have like a week of green before the sun dries it all out. <laughs> it kills everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tony, where can the fine folks find you? On the internet. What about you? Internet as well. I (laughs) am on the internet. (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, (laughs) I like that a lot better. Yeah, honestly, just go to TechCat Podcast at Twitter um, or email us at Gmail. I will add our links there. That way we can just, you can just go there and find us. You know? Yeah, let's not whore ourselves out. Like, I, like. Oh, because this is big talk coming from you. Well, I mean, this it's true, though. Like, I'm just saying you're uh, the biggest whore I know. At 100%. I will admit that fully. But like, if we say, hey, you can find me at Bill at whatever, no one's doing that, right? No, no one's doing that. So why why say it? It just is it's just wasting time. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. We'll stop. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I did. I stopped, too. And Bill, it was very nice meeting your lovely wife this week. Yes. It was, yeah, it was nice to have her see the office and yeah. and meet you in person. You know, that she was knew a, she was like right away. She's like, oh, Tony. Yeah, that was the first time she's been in the same space as the entire Tech Yeah podcast crew. That's true. Must yeah. have been very exciting for her. She, she has to be. Yeah. yeah. The first meet and greet. <laughs> yeah. she should. If she wanted a picture, she should have asked. That's really all I'm have. saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We love you guys. And uh, we're out. Love you. Tech Yeah. Mm-hmm.